welcome to the Brodies. And we're back at the Bordeaux. A bunch of bros. In P Valley. <laughs> <laughs> are we actually in the valley? <laughs> where the girls are we get naked? I was like, are we there? I don't know. Such a good show. I just started season um, the first episode. Uh-oh. I didn't realize how long the episodes were. It's an hour. I, I don't know why I was not expecting an hour. I was expecting like 30, 45 minutes, and then it just kept going. And I was like, okay, now I'm mentally prepared. Yeah, like I, I watched that and I watched Power. Still don't like Tariq. Still. Oh, uh, you actually watched the Power book? It actually, it was really good. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like it was Tariq running the entire episode. They, they got they got some new new things going on. Yeah, but this, this this is my uh thought, my initial thought. Bobby Brown, you a gangster in this one? <laughs> you know, shot somebody? Ah, <laughs> yeah, Bobby. I saw a clip of him shooting somebody on the yeah. stairs, and I was like. They got Bobby Brown in here being reckless. No, no, let, let, let's correct this, everybody. It is not the real Bobby Brown. It's the actor <laughs> who has played Bobby Brown in two separate movies. And so, you know, we got to give a shout out uh, to the homie. Uh, I can't remember his name, but he was on Vine. I think it's like Woody, 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 Harold, Woody. Woody, yes, Woody something. Like, Woody the, I know it's like Woody the Great. On, on Instagram. Sunday. All I know is. All them dudes is coming up that was on the Vine and Instagram, like Melvin Gregg be on Snowfall, and and he was in the show, the movie with uh Ben Affleck where the the, the way back, the way back, yeah. And then we see King Batch and all all them all them black dudes who was like yeah. hanging out making right. making stuff. So kudos to you guys. Mm-hmm. Get money. Get I am Mister Brown. Slim <laughs> cast in the building. And what are we talking about today? Um, today since this is the first time we've been. Together in a while, some life stuff has happened with each of us. Wanted to do a little bit more of a, let's see, what's the word going for? Introspection? Intimate, intimate uh, catch up. Deep so, dive. Know, deep dives, all that dive. good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Trigger. Um, I was going to say that. <laughs> Down in the valley. <laughs> As you can see, we clearly been watching P-Valley this week, but... um. Just because I've been personally thinking about a lot of like deep thoughts, so I figured out. Oh, let me see what my fellow Brodies think about these things. Mm. Oh, you know, in the midst of all my depression, I'm just <laughs> playing. I'm not depressed no more, everybody. I'm not depressed no more. I done, I done changed my ways. I done started eating fiber. I heard that's key to <laughs> to get yourself right. <laughs> when you ain't taking poops on the regular, <laughs> you can, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm pretty sure that does. Contribute somewhere, yeah, probably, some, it somehow. It probably does contribute somehow. I'm regular, everybody. But no, but I've <laughs> but I've been in and out of like mood swings for the last couple of weeks with everything going on. So I figured they say you got to talk about stuff. It makes you feel better. So um, here we are. All right. Uh, before we get into that, though, um, let's talk about some issues that have been popping up in these streets. So last week <laughs> we talked about going back to school. And lo and behold, things took a violent <laughs> turn for the worse. Slim, would you like to give us an update about the ninjas roaming Yo, the streets, <laughs> roaming the streets Man, of your neighborhood? <laughs> they everywhere. Um, so Thursday after work, I went for a ride. I was like, you know what? I'm going out the house. I've been teaching okay. all day. Riding dirty, okay. Put Nas on, listening to... Uh, the World is Yours? No, it's it's newest album. Um, okay, new one was um, cracked. Um, good album, and I'm at the stoplight, and you know I'm kind of going through the next song, the, the the next song, and I look up, I see a dude on a bike. I say, yo, I recognize that bike. I said, oh <laughs> hell no, not again. 
<laughs> he didn't see me. I saw Ninja Man on his bike, and like he was, he was like he was scheming. Like he, he had his whole attire on. He had the Did previous he? week in Subway. <laughs> to let y'all niggas know. But he was just like it was like he was trying to just case the next place. I'm like, I would not be in his radius at all. Did he have his katana? Yeah. Oh, I saw it in the backpack. Yep. It was, it was it was hanging out the back. I was like, yep, yep. Is it a katana or is it like a machete? I don't know. I don't want to know. I don't. I don't care to know. As long as he know I didn't snitch on him in Subway, I'm fine with that, man. So, America, if y'all don't know, there's a a a, a, a ninja, ninja on a, the loose, a Negro ninja. Yes, is uh, roaming around Slim's neighborhood. Huey from the Boondocks is loose, <laughs> terrorizing people with a goddamn katana and or machete. We have yet to figure out. We'll wait till Slim gives us further information. Hopefully, he does it. Run into this man yeah. anymore, but you know how Negro ninjas go. They gonna find you. They go, yeah, lurking somewhere in the bushes. Somewhere. They, they gonna find you. They gonna find you. <laughs> That's funny. Bring on a podcast next week. We got a special guest, y'all. <laughs> Nigga Ninja is here to talk about why he decided to want to chop everybody up last week. Got to chop everybody <laughs> up, man. Uh, but you know, I, I want to bring up. You know, this week. Football started back. Yay, football. To distract us from things going on in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was was cool. Like, I watched uh, in between that and, like, Big Brother and <laughs> some, other, <laughs> some other other things. Uh, but something that struck me was that all the t- players went out before the singing of not only the... Was it before? I thought it was after. Yeah, I didn't know. Because I caught the game, like, late. It was either before or after. Because I know they didn't go out... One team didn't go out during either yeah, the national Chiefs. anthem. No, the Chiefs stayed out. The Texans stayed oh, in. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so they played Lift Every Voice to Sing and the Star Spangled Banner. Uh, I assume most of the people listening to this is black, but if you're not, the Lift Every Voice to Sing <laughs> is the black national anthem. Surprise, surprise, America. This is a national anthem that black people adhere to. It's full of hope and pain at the same time. <laughs> That's just how black lives go. Um, it's, the black, it's the black way. But they came out as a unified front, black player, white player, coach, Jew, Gentile. All, all the, <laughs> 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 Jew, Gentile. Beast by Dre last week. Beast by Dre is the funniest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> so, 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 so you go, you go they're, they're out there and they're unified. Uh, the stand against racism. Mm-hmm. We believe, it had the statement, they didn't even say Black Lives Matter. We believe Black Lives Matter. Not really saying they support the organization per se, but we believe the statement that Literally, Black Lives. We're just saying a statement, and we're unified against racism. They booed. <laughs> nah, they booed the shit out of it. <laughs> yo, I was really like, yo, they're like legit booing. Like nobody disrespected the flag. Nobody's even mentioning the flag, and they're booing the hell out of them. So that just proves that it was never about the flag. Yo, so I, I've always contend. You know, I, I contend with a lot of things. Uh, and I might as well put that on a shirt. I, I, I contend. I contend. <laughs> okay. Um, two, two things pop, pop in the head. And I always say, one, white people, this is you white people. I'm going to post this on Twitter or something. White people, here's a question for you guys. Look, look at you guys. Dear white people. What black organizations do you like? Let me say that again. Which black organizations do you like? Because it seems like when we organize, I can't think of one that you're like, yo, yo, they doing it the right way. 
NAACP? Nah, y'all don't like that. Black white Lives Matter. Think Popeyes is a black organization. Excuse me? I said white people think Popeyes <laughs> is a black organization. Is it now? That's how fucked up they are. Man, and so it's like crazy. I don't think there's anything that we could do when a bunch of black people organize that white people are going to be happy with it. There's no way that we could protest where white people are going to be happy with it. And I'm like, protests and violent protests are actually as American as apple pie. How do you think this country was founded? But I guess what is good for the goose is not good for the gander. We're the gander in this particular situation. And on a gaggle of geese. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> hey, keep, keep it up. And the other thing that struck me, and this is not my words. I actually got this from my pastor. Yes, I do adhere to the Christian belief. <laughs> Contrary to popular belief. <laughs> I'm a believer <laughs> that Jesus died for my sins and whatnot. Anywho, <laughs> I'm listening to my, my pastor, uh, and he said, Oh shit! What I don't like, I don't like your attitude right now, sir. <laughs> it's, the way say, you were, it's the way you were emphasizing the believe. I was like, that was just taking us to church. Peach price, yeah, preach. Thank, thank preach. you, thank you. America, they be thinking I'll be a heathen over here, uh, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Uh, uh, like I, I believe, I believe in Jesus and all his. Uh, but anywho, the pastor said that racism. Is so ingrained into the DNA of America that to protest racism, people will think that you're protesting America. Let me say that again. Mm. That racism is so ingrained into the DNA of America that when one protests racism, people feel that you're protesting America. And we could see that when 45... Darth Cheeto himself. Dumbass. <laughs> Feel the word. Yeah. He, he said we can no longer teach diversity training because that is anti-American. I'm like, huh? Hmm. So to teach people not to be racist? That's interesting. Is anti-American? And yet America says we're not racist. Hmm. It's funny how that works out. Funny how that works out, but yeah. So we boo people trying to unify against racism. That's all I want to say. It's just some some observations, you know. I, I, I as a black person, I've been saying for for a whole full amount of years, we just need to get money, bro. Oh yeah, just get money, get money, do our own. Right now, just just get money, do our own. But I did notice that, and it's just nah. You just tell it was never about the flag. So anybody trying to bring up the flag or anything. Just proves it was never about the flag. America's just ass backwards. Words are slim. Um, starting with dumbass. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. So you're not Team MAGA, I'm assuming. F- hell no. <laughs> you know, I want to say something else. Hell no. You heard it, right? You heard it. Yeah, I heard it. You heard it. <laughs> hell no. That dumbass. Man, listen. I- so I know what you're doing on election day. Listen, man. man yo, register to vote. Yeah. yeah. If y'all out there, register to vote. Please. Everything please. like that. Cause I got, Your vote matters. I got to actually like switch it up since I done moved to another jurisdiction. I got to change my uh, voter up. So hopefully I haven't messed up personally uh, <laughs> with that. You know what? Ask me that same question. I'm, I'm going to give you my answer. Okay. So tell us how you really feel. About who? On the lovely 45. 
Fuck no. Fuck him. <laughs> anything he stands for. That's what I'm going to say the first time. I had to think about it. I'm like, no, let me, let me speak my mind. That's okay. how I feel. Okay. Oh, God. Hey, look, America is funny. Because before we did the meeting, I was like, yo, I'm going to stop cursing as much. <laughs> we did meet about that. Like, <laughs> said, Brian's going to try. Like, I'm going to try to stop cursing because we're trying to make it get the back. I'm going to stop. I'm yo, sorry, it was like, we got to fulfill the vacuum. Like, yeah, Slim said, I'm going to pick that shit right up. <laughs> I got you, Brian. <laughs> pick sorry, it God. and kill it and kill it and kill it. <laughs> oh, but yeah, no, it, it, it is ridiculous that these are the things and the situations that we are in. These are the situations that we have to contend with, and we still have to fight a fight that should have been over uh, several years ago. Mm-hmm. And you know, the thing is, and, and and it's a weird, it's a weird, weird situation to be a white person. I, I understand that when you think about your ancestors and thinking about the terrible, terrible things they have done to the world, <laughs> <laughs> like as a black person. Like, I don't know what, what, what particular tribe I came from, whatever. So I don't know what people I may or may not have slaughtered. But I do know a bunch of Africans didn't go to Asia and Europe to try to take the joint over. I know that for a fact. Now, Japanese and Chinese got beef and Koreans got beef for legitimate reason. Like, them jokers was, was warring and fighting. They was like, we trying to take care of our little spot over here. Asia's also... Did not go to Europe <laughs> to take over this, Europe. Uh, Europe. Like, it's very, very weird. Europeans went to Australia and wiped out the Aboriginal people. Europeans went to Africa and colonized. Euro- Europeans went to America and wiped out. Uh, like, these people almost made them extinct. Where are the Mayans? Where are the Incans? Where are the Aztec? Where are these people? But Where's Ja Rule? <laughs> Where's Ja? I need the answer, Ja. It's yeah. so, so I get it. Like to be white is like, yo, you got as a white person, your ancestors have hella blood on, on their your hands. hands. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it's on your hands passed down. And and like I understand you don't want to feel feel bad about it, but the mental gymnastics that I see that they do in order to justify the things that they did or continue to perpetuate, it's like, bro, all right, it's 2020. We realize how this is bad stuff. Let's do some stuff to correct it. We cannot con- correct racism. Like, we as black folk, we could comment on it. We can do our talks about it. We could do everything like that. But until white people decide that racism shouldn't exist anymore, that's the only way it's going to go away because you created the system in order to justify your cruelty to other humans. That's the only reason racism exists, because you want to maintain a system, and I don't want to feel bad about killing man, women, and child, so I got to make them less than some kind of way. Like, you literally wanted all the silk from China, so you got them hooked on opium. You got them hooked on heroin. <laughs> And then, when you wanted to keep communism out of the South Americas, you got black people hooked on crack. I read the history. You did that, white people. Black people didn't slip a whole bunch of crystal meth in your neighborhoods. Y'all did that yourselves. <laughs> I was about to say, like, they did it themselves. What is wrong with you people? What is Oh, man. Oh, black people. They drug addicts. We you don't own the, the drugs. drugs. Y'all gave us the drugs. Get out of here. But anyway, white people, y'all got a lot of stuff y'all need to work with internally. And I think this is a good episode. We're going to reflect 
how we should reflect as black folk, three black men on this here uh, couch, but white people, who are you? Mm. What, who, who would people describe you as outside of the realms of your influence? Because I think that's where it comes down to. You got a lot of self-reflection that y'all need to do about what you have done and what you've continued to do. We've talked about reparations before. When you talk about reparations, you got to talk about a whole gambit. I love using that word because I was thinking about like X Men. Yeah, <laughs> I was like X Men. Like, <laughs> I call. I, well, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. yeah, but you got a whole gambit of things y'all got to contend with of y'all screwing black people for no apparent reason other than just to screw black people. Literally, like no why? Why? Just because they look different. Literally. Like why? Why are you screwing black people? What have black people ever done to you other than just exist? And that's when we say our life matters. Like, oh, how dare you think your life matters? All life matters. And by all, I mean white people. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just being real. I'm just giving it real. Maybe maybe I'm simple. Maybe I don't understand. I don't understand the world because I'm a Negro. You know, I think people don't like hearing the truth, you know. And and when you expose the truth, um, sometimes it hits people. It hit people differently. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't like hearing the truth. And. What we're talking about is just how we feel and honest facts about history. It's there. It's there in the books. It's there on the Discovery Channel. It's there. Just pick up a book and read it. It's there. You know, so. White people have made documentaries about the fucked up shit that they've done. So you know you've done the fucked up shit. No, it's like crazy. Like, the worst genocides generally mm-hmm. come from um, white folks. <laughs> I oh maybe we should have a white person on this on this podcast one day. I just I don't know how that would go, and I'll make them sit next to you. They can sit next. Um, what, what what does that mean? <laughs> 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 what if, like I'm a bite? No, I understand your your sentiment. Like I'm cool. I ain't gonna do nothing to them. I know you're not, but I would just love to see their face once you get into like a heated dev rant. Man, no man, I don't know because I think it's going because it's gonna happen. And they're going to be right next to you. And like I know you're not going to mean anything, but you just get very passionate. And when you get passionate, you get loud. And when you get loud, it can seem very intense. Not to us, because we know you. So it's like, ah, that's just Mr. Brown. But you sound real white right now, bro. I'm just playing. I'm just eh, playing. You know, he's aggressive. He's a big, eh, scary black man. Eh, not big, not big, not big, not big. Just, hey, in their and eyes, he's a rapper. <laughs> his muscles were bulging and the veins were popping out of his neck. I'm like, yo, this is where I talk. I give you a hug afterwards. Like, bro, stop all that. Quit being scared. You only gave me two hugs in uh, three years of friendship. Anyway, um, today, what I wanted to get into. The reasons why I asked, wanted to ask these questions of who are you is just because over the past few weeks, with everything going on, some personal stuff has been changing in my life to some great new changes, but still changes. So just trying to adjust to that. And I feel like you always, you always need to reevaluate yourself every so often because as life happens, you change and grow. So your same thought process that you had when you were about six months ago you don't have now because life has happened and changed. So I just wanted to see and talk to you guys to see where your guys' heads is at and life and how's everything been going. So this is my first one for you, Slim. Off the gate. Yeah, off the gate. All right. Who are you? And when I say who are you, I mean all transparency, honesty, who are you, good and bad. If If you were the outside looking in on yourself, 
how would you honestly rate yourself? Um, dang, I wish you start with Brown first. Um, nah, no, nah, I would say honestly. Um, and, and, and feel free, like you, you guys know me. We we lived together at one point, so you can call me out if if you think something is not honest or something false. But um, who who is Slim? Who is Slim? Um, I would say somebody who's confident in who he is as a person. Um, I know what I want. Um, I know the friendship. I know what value means. So if I if I'm if I'm your friend, I'm your friend to the end of time. Right, wrong, I got you. And even though I know it might be a bad situation that I'm getting myself in with you, know that like it's with pure intentions. Like yo, I got you. Like if we're gonna do some shit together, then we both gonna do something together. Like if y'all call me and say yo, we gotta make a hit on somebody, I'm with it. Who who we gotta take out? You know what I'm saying? Ski mask. We need to duct tape. Whatever. Like I'm, I'm with it because okay. like that. That's how I. I'm gonna take you up on that offer pretty but, soon. You know, but but that's how I was raised. I was raised as if like you know, if you're somebody's friend, you're their friend right or wrong. And within a friendship, you gotta be able to give feedback and take feedback. Um, now hear me out. Sometimes when when you care that much, sometimes that can also go against you. It can also backfire because it's like you know that this person. Is doing the same thing over and over, and yet I'm still supporting you. So it, it can be a double edged sword. Like it, it can, okay. it can, okay. even in relationships, you know what I'm saying? In relationships that, that, that I'm in, and um, I know that she may not always agree with something that they did or why, why they're calling you for help. It's like, yo, that's my friend. Like I'm gonna help them out. So I, I, I see her point. I see their point. So I guess trying to find that balance, that's where I've struggled at as, as a human because it's like at the end of the day, like if if you're gonna ride with somebody, you're gonna ride with them. You know what I'm saying? And and I think I think that's how I would describe slim, I okay. would say. I would okay. say you have any thoughts on that, Mr. Brown? <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, no, I feel very, very Weird commenting on how somebody else feels about themselves. <laughs> like, nigga, hey. nigga, your truth is your truth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, your truth ain't true. Like, what kind of, what kind of white person? <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I've been on that kick. It's <laughs> very caring to me to explain to you about how you feel about yourself and what's going on in the world and society. So, no, I feel that. Appreciate <laughs> it. I feel that. Okay. How about you, Mr. Brown? How would I describe myself to? Mm-hmm. I am the most happy-go-lucky pessimist. You will. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm, I think I do a lot to protect my sanity, but the way I protect my sanity is I think the worst of everything all the time uh, because if you exceed the lowest bar I have put forth, then, <laughs> then you're great. Yeah, I'm like, oh man, I thought it was going to rain cats and dogs, and it's only slightly overcasted. This is a beautiful day compared to what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And and also, well, I operate. I know people don't like me saying it, but when I assume all white people are racist, it's a defense mechanism. That when they don't do racist stuff, I'm like, oh, man, that was nice of them. That was good. <laughs> but when they disappoint me, I don't feel let down. I didn't build myself up to be let down. And that's my problem. I, I have trust issues. I don't trust people to do right by themselves, for themselves, or by me. So if I already prepare myself for the worst case scenario, then it'll all come up. So even with that being said, for me to call you friend is a very big deal. Uh, because I'm extremely selective who I allow into my inner circles. I don't have buku friends. 
I, I have very few friends. I can count my friends on my hands. And that, it's, a, it's, it's a reason for that. It's like, there's a lot of people I know, but to call you a friend. You don't think it could go to your toes? Nah, why? But, but also, it goes another thing. I find it unnecessary to have a whole lot of people around me and in my circle, in my realm of influence, because I want true people that are genuine, uh, that I that you've been thoroughly vetted, um, because that's just the way I go. Because I'm an introvert by nature. Not saying that I can't go out there and cut a rug with the best of them in public. And I'm like, I'm not afraid to public speak or whatever. I do it all the time as a part of my profession. Uh, but I'm an introvert in that I get my energy from being by myself. Uh, this is a six-year age gap between me and my brother. So from 12 to like 18... I was by myself, and my mom worked all the time, raising a single-parent household, which is like a weird statement because I know my father, people out there in America. I know know where the man stay. I know his name. I know my kid. Yeah, I know my kid. They be like, oh, my God, you came from a single-parent household. I'm like, ah. Like, not not exactly. Yeah. Like, Like, I know him. I know him. hung out. He's good. He's good. He's a good guy. I have his number. (laughs) (laughs) I have him on Facebook, okay? We're we're good. We're good. Like, ain't no animosity there. Um, But it was a lot of time with just me learning by myself and figuring myself. So... Me being alone is what I get my solace from, is what, what builds me up. That's where I'm at my my peak. That's why my imagination can run weary. I can just be in a room by myself and be content because that's how I was formed. That's also why I'm not afraid. That's also why I'm afraid of the dark is because of my imagination. It's so rampant that I can see things when <laughs> things are not there and my mind starts racing because I'm used to these moments where I'm just by myself. And then also I start thinking the worst. Like if you don't pick up when I call you, I'm thinking you in the ditch, dead somewhere. <laughs> I, I got that from my mom though. She a worry wart. No, nah, I'm the same be, way. Yeah, I'd be worried for no reason. Let my fiance not like answer my phone call. I'd be like, whoa, whoa you dead? Hello? Hey, just, 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 just text me back. Call me back. Just let me know. I'm allowed. That's all I need to hear. Once I, I'm all right, cool. That's, I just need it. I just need to hear that. So, so Cass, me and Brown have answered your infamous questions. Now the question applies to you, my good brother. How, oh, you want me to answer? Yeah. The question? How, how oh. will Kasim describe himself? Uh, in all honesty, Kasim, it's weird because I had a conversation with about this with my best friend a couple of weeks ago. Because just moved into a new house, some of the contractors that I work with at my job. I told him, I was like, yeah, I'm moving into a new house. I was like, any of your old tools that you have, because there's some house projects I want to do, like, can I get them? The next day, my man Carlos just, like, called me and said, yo, meet me at Home Depot. We'll just buy you new stuff. And I was like, what? I've only known them people since I started working this job in January. And met about Home Depot. And then we... They put you on, huh? Put me on to Mad Tools. Like, stuff that I didn't even know I could use. I was like, a saw? What the hell am I going to do? All right, what up? Yeah, I need a saw, I guess. Yo, on a side note, I don't want to interrupt your your thoughts, but ain't Home Depot and Lowe's like dope now? <laughs> Best place to Yo, be now. Home Depot is, I'll be in there like, oh my God, the garden section? I need this mulch. I need this gravel. Dog, dog, let, let me use this saw. Like, oh, you need me to put a hole in your wall real quick? Let me get my stud finder real quick. Make sure I got you good. That's how I know good. I'm a- oh, oh, I got them electronic leveler. I want to make sure this joint nice level. and nice and level. You want me to do what? You want me to mount this TV? Oh, got yeah. the stuff on, bitch. Yeah. Mount this real quick. 
Man, so I, I was like asking for stuff like that. that, and they got it for me. And I remember I was I talked to my best friend, and I was like, "Yo, why did they do that?" Like, I always have this thing where it's like I feel like a lot of people fuck with me, and I don't know why sometimes. Because I'm like, what is it about me that makes people want to fuck with me? Like, for me, and my best friend been friends probably since we were sophomores in high school, so I don't know what age that is. But there's always been this running gag between us that nobody could stay mad at me for long. Like you could be mad. Challenge accepted. Eh, right now, just <laughs> <laughs> like, like in all seriousness, though, like nobody could stay mad at me for long. Like no matter what, like for the ups and downs that I've been in in my life, nobody stayed mad at me for long. Like, you've been upset and mad at me, of course. Like I've done stupid shit in my life plenty of times, but you've never been mad at me for long. Mm-hmm. So I've always wondered, like, why is that? Like I always say, like a lot of people fuck with me, but I don't really fuck with a lot of people. But the ones that I fuck with know I fuck with them. So I was talking to him about that. And then we couldn't like come up with like a reason. And I remember talking to my uncle. And in the weirdest way, he made me feel better about myself. He made me feel better about myself with his answer. He made me feel like I was a good person. I was like, oh. Even though he's probably just telling me this. But whatever. It made me feel good in the moment. So I loved myself then. Um, he basically just told me that he's like, you're a kind person. People see that you have a good heart. And you kind of just, you're chill to the point where it's like, you don't cause no problems or bring any problems. You're just like, you're just like a good, easy, good-hearted person to be around. Because for me, I usually just think of myself like, eh, I don't really want to be around people. Like, if I could be home all day, like today, I was playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater Remastered 1 and 2 for like four hours straight. And I was just loving my life, feeling like I was 12 again. (laughs) But... I was just but like, yeah, so it was just like weird for me for that. So I was like, oh. But then once I thought about it more, I was like, oh, I feel like I'm a I feel like I'm a good hearted person, meaning that I'm loyal where if I say you're my friend and I fuck with you, that means I blindfully have your back. And that's kind of weird because I kinda want my friends to be the same way, but I can't make them think that. Mm-hmm. Like if you're my friend, I will blindfully have your back, whether you're right or wrong. I have your back. Then maybe like when we're alone, I'd be like, ah, Brown, you was bugging for that, but man, whatever. We're we're here. So I know I do that a lot, and I kind of expect it back from me. And so when I don't get it exactly the way I want, I get upset. So, but I understand that people are not gonna do that the same way for you. So just like trying to find that balance. But I think I have I've been working on my anxiety a little bit because. Um, Especially now when you have a fiance, it's like, oh, this is a new level of our relationship. And it's like, oh, trying to make sure it's better than our previous level of our relationship. So I'm always like, oh, did I say the wrong thing? It's layers, man. Is she mad? Is she not? And the same way with my friends. Hell, even y'all. Like, should I send a text this way? They might not get it. But then I usually end up saying, fuck it. But I'll be like, I hope they don't take this like the wrong way. Because in like, text, you can't read intent. So Emotional I, design, baby. So I just realized I'm a person that... Basically, there's something so I just be in my own head a lot, and I'm always trying to get out of it. Like, for every little thing, I will get in my head, but just try to get out of it. And that's my um, daily battles that I have every day. So, y'all ready for glows and grows? <laughs> 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 I wanted to cut so bad, but I'm not, though. I, can't, I, I hate that when it comes to teaching. As a teacher, I hate grows and goals. I can't stand that doing wrong. For the public, can you let I them know? Can- so, for example, like, if we're role-playing, right, right, and I'm trying to establish, like, classroom culture, okay, and say you're just being badass, Kasim, you're disruptive, and I'm like, Kasim, that's not nice. Can you please come sit down, right? 
or if I just ignored you, right? At the at the end of our break, other teachers say, "Hey, try this next time or try that." Next time. <laughs> oh, you gotta no. say first of all, I love your positive energy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> your attitude uh, that- was great. Yeah. Uh, next time try. Hate, oh my God. <laughs> I cannot stand that during teaching. I can't. Man. It drives me insane. That's fucked up. That's funny though. But so, that's fucked up. So let's go, let's go, go deeper. Do the way we self-describe ourselves align with, uh, what we perceive of each other. Were the things that we said, uh, hold true. Cause I'm thinking back of what Slim said. Slim is the one that will pick you up if you got the the flat tire somewhere. He'll come scoop you up and and do that. You know what I'm saying? That that is the thing that we know Slim to do. Cass will be the one that just be there with you uh if you in a moment of crisis. He'll 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 be that that person for you. And you know, yeah. That that holds true. That's the things that I I think the mind when I think of you guys personally. You're right on, and I, I think for you, you you you're that friend that will that will give it to you raw and uncut. Like if if it and, and no cocaine. <laughs> Wait, hold on, no. But like if 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 I was going through something and like yo Brown and I've talked to you about like my relationship, like yo, am I tripping? You like Gerard? Listen, the best thing you can do is be honest, man. And you 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 gave me some some stuff that you've been through, so. I know that with you, when it comes to that, like I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get the raw and uncut, like what I want. I may not want to hear, it, but it's what I need to hear. So I, I definitely get that vibe from you. Uh, Cash, you the same way. Like if I came to you, like yo, like I got you, man. Like, yo, like tell me what's bothering you. Like you're that friend. Like dig deeper. Like although I may not want to dig deeper, I might give you a surface answer. You be like yo, just dig deep. Like what, what's bothering you? So I, I that's what I get from you. I, I that I know for a fact. I, I will try to dig deep. Yeah. So like I will keep going until you can't go any further. I think my fiance is starting to hate that about me because I'm always like, really? Why do you feel like what what happened? Let's unpack that. Oh, got that teacher move. Unpack that. I don't unpack anything right now. Just tell Tim to sit down in the corner and stop talking. No, but but yeah, but but you, yeah, you're, you're that friend that 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 would dig deep. It's like Cass. I just told you what was wrong, dog. Like, like, you didn't really tell myself. me. What, yeah, you didn't really but, tell me but, what was wrong. But with Brown, it's like Brown's gonna give he, Brown's gonna give you that 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 raw and uncut man. Like yo. This is what it is. Whether you want to hear it or not, this is what it is, you know, so. And then he'll hit you with a shoulder shrug after, like, <laughs> told you. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, that. <laughs> like, or he just, one of my favorite things when we were living together, he just be like, just my thoughts. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yo, yeah, that whole line, just my thoughts. Just my thoughts. <laughs> it's, like he, it's like he knew he might have said something wrong, but he's like, like hey, I told your ass, that's what happened. <laughs> just my thoughts, though, so take it as you will. Yeah. But I used to be like, this nigga here. <laughs> but I, I would have to say that I, I think what we shared I think that really aligns to like who we are as individuals um, and like where we're at in life you know um, and, and like Cass said with so much going on in the world like you have to take time to figure out like what makes you who you are you know I know for me um, when things are going good in my life like when things are going good like I'm having a good day every day I'm waiting for like something bad to happen like why is this going so good for me like when when is the drama gonna come or when is that storm gonna come? And I, you know, I, I've talked to my dad about that, and he was like, "Man, listen, just enjoy enjoy what you got going on. Don't go looking for something that's not there already. Like, if it comes, it comes. Like, if it's your time, it's your time. You got to deal with things. So, I've I've been learning just to to ride the wave before. 
Man. The, you, the, the bad come, you know. You, you made me think. Uh, I got a little bit of a, um, I won't say it was an argument or a bit of tension in, in, in my relationship. Um, my my significant other was going through some drama, and she got upset that I wasn't also upset. Mm. And I was like, I'm sorry. It takes a lot for me to get upset. I'm going to be, is that going to be a problem for you that I've decided a long ago? Uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) No, but I decided a long time ago eternally that it takes too much energy just to stay upset and be upset and be in my anger. So even if you see me angry, I'm not going to stay angry for long and I'm going to try to move on because it takes so much energy to be uh, upset and angry and sad. Uh, it is what it is. Let's move on and try to make your every day your best day because that's the one thing you could control in your locus of control. And anyone who's ever dated me has said that. It's like, yo, you stay calm and cool under most circumstances like all the time. To For some people, they like that. And for some people, that's annoying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm like... Now, I don't know yeah, what you want me to tell you, yeah, like, yeah. cause that, yeah, cause I don't, I don't like being angry and upset. It take make your hair hurt, it make it make it sleepy and tired I and all that. I'm a little weird because I hate it, but there's also this little part of me that does does like that feeling. I don't know why. I don't. I re- what being angry? You yeah. like being upset? There's like a part of me that, that just likes that feeling. I don't know why. I think it's because I watched too much wrestling growing up, so then I think I'm like in a wrestling promo. But there's like a slight part of me that likes, and I'm like. Why do I like this shit? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I was like, it's weird. So I'm like, why do I, I like I, this? I, I get it. It reminds me of when I used to get ready for wrestling. I think I've told you this story on the podcast before. Uh, I used to wrestle America uh, in high school. That was my sport that I stuck with all four years. Um, and other wrestlers, mainly white people, uh, <laughs> other wrestlers would be like smacking themselves in the head and smacking their bodies and pumping themselves up and all that. Uh, and I would just sit my behind on the bench until it was time for me to wrestle. And it was like, it wasn't a matter of me being lazy or whatever like that. I was like, while y'all pumping yourselves up, the way my anxiety works and anxiousness works, I need to bring my stuff down. I have to bring my energy. I got to be calm. I got to be collected because when I'm not calm and collected, I don't do the right things. And so while they're pumping themselves up, I'm like, chill out, chill out, chill out. Oh, Brown, it's time for you to wrestle. Okay. Shoot. Dang, you ain't ready. You ready to wrestle? You ready to go? Like, nah, I'm good. I was doing this whole time trying to keep my legs from wiggling the whole time. Every time I rap, every time I do poetry, I be nervous. I be wanting to go to the bathroom. Like, you ain't had to use the bathroom the whole time. <laughs> but now you're two minutes before you, it's time you go on the stage. Like, I have to go to the bathroom now. <laughs> my my Everything is going. I'm like, and that just kind of reminds me of, like, life. I'd rather be calm than pumped up because, I don't know, maybe maybe my heart can't take it. I don't know. Maybe it's self-regulating. Pump, pump, pump it up. <laughs> Shoot. I ain't doing all that. It's too much work. Too much energy. But then another thing that I know has been on my mind, I want to see if you guys are like this too. No. So for me, <laughs> so for me in my relationship, I try to be captain, fix all problems. Like I never want to see my significant other upset. 
That's a man like if for I see, you. Like if I see them upset, I'm going to try to do anything and everything physically willing and God willing that I could do to stop them from being upset and make it better. But then trying to understand that there are just some things that like I can't control. Mm. Like if my significant, like when my significant other's like stressed out about like schoolwork and not school, but like school and stuff. It's like I can't control that because like I don't work at the school. I'm not the ball. I can't. I, I I literally can't control it. But in my head, I'm trying to give advice and like try to help as I can. But now I understand. It's like now it's like I just I ain't tell you this shit yet, bro. Nah, what? But someone who's a ma- formerly married <laughs> man, <laughs> formerly married in America. Um, I've come to the conclusion. I, I need to ask you a question. Like, is this something where you want me just to listen to? Mm. Or is this something you want me to try to actively yeah. try to solve? Uh, because those are two different brains I need I need to give. If I'm just listening and being a sounding board, I'll be that. But if there's something you want me to actively try to solve, let me know. I I, I need to know that, that now. I don't know if I could get that off, though. I really don't. I think... and well, Ask. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like, as blunt, as obvious as you made it sound, ask. I just feel like there's no way for that to sound like... Because I feel like I'll get the... Why is it not always both? No, they'll tell no, you. Yeah, because hopefully, and, and that, yeah, <laughs> well, hey, that's the plan. That's the plan. So, and, and I'm happy. You, I was you saying the same thing. I was thinking like, yeah. So, like for me, um, it's like, well, you you want my opinion or you want me to just listen? Because if if I give you my opinion and that's not what you're looking for, then you send you even more pissed off than what you were before. So I'm like, let me ask you. Okay, I know you're upset. But you want my opinion, we just listen to you. And I, I think I think it's how you word it and how you introduce it. I think for them, for your significant other, like, okay, I want you to listen. Then give me your opinion. So I, I've done that, and it, it's it's a lifesaver. Oh, my God. That's the best you could ever do, man. <laughs> the best you could ever do. Because, like, like when, when I dated, like, in my pre, I would always just give advice. I wouldn't listen. But me, I'm like, okay, this is what you can do. But now that I got older and I'm, I'm a much wiser slim, I'm like, yo, baby, you want me to listen or do you want my opinion? Oh, balance your opinion. Cool. This is how I think it is. You know. So then, but so then, my next question is: and if they just want you, if they say they just want you to listen, do you have like the same look in your eye, the same like facial expressions? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you keep that all the same. You just, you just. Mm-hmm. It's Why a, is she that? <laughs> Why is she tripping, babe? It's, it's a, it's a different ball game. You know, you gotta understand how to play a different sport. Because, like, as, as men, we, we're quick to try to fix things and, and control things. It, it, it contributes to our masculinity. Like, oh, I did that. I put that picture on the wall. I did that. <laughs> Got the, the nails mm-hmm. and the hammer and all that type of stuff. But every once and again, you just need to appreciate the art and notice the intricacies. And that's when I go, like, when I'm listening, I ask questions to go further into the details of what's going on. da 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 what's going on at work. Okay, what your boss do? Oh, what your coworkers do? Hmm, how did that make you feel? What did everyone else say? Okay, how does that affect the kids? If we're talking about school, that's easy. Easy. (laughs) How does that affect the kids? (laughs) All right, how does that affect the parents? Hmm, what are your plans that you're planning to do? Like, I'm literally uh, not giving anything, but I'm asking questions because sometimes with a lot of issues or problems, if you just ask the right questions, the solution will present itself. Mm. You do not judge a man by the question he answers, but by the questions he asks. I read that on a poster somewhere at school somewhere. It's a beautiful poster. I like yeah. it. Yeah. And, 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 and to piggyback off what Brown was saying, I think um, in any situation that we find ourselves in, whether it's just by ourselves or our significant others, 
you you can't control what the problem is or what someone is saying, but you can you can't control the the response or your answer. So a situation can either make you or break you, depending on how you're built as an individual and how you answer that question. So for me, I I try to I try not to give a problem too much so much weight that I can't control it. Like if if someone cut me off driving. Cool. I'm. I'm not going. I'm not gonna. You know, beep the horn or chase them. I'm not doing that. So you know what? You got it. You know what I'm saying? Um. But when it comes to other, when it comes to different situations, depending on what it is, then your results might change. You know, if I'm sitting here beefing with my girl, then we're gonna we're gonna figure out a solution before I leave. Like we're gonna figure something out. You know what I'm saying? So it, it just depends on what the situation is and how you view it. But again, never give a problem so much weight where you can't control it. You know what I'm saying? So. For you, like you said, sometimes you, your anxiety is high. Try not to give it that much energy. You know, try and find something to, to you know, whatever. Oh, you is that easier said yeah, than yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, you find something that, that makes you happy, whether it's the gym, whether it's watching. Like, just find something that makes you happy, you know. But easier said than done, though. Easier said than done. I think the gym is probably the only place I don't have anxiety. Pro- yeah, probably. Because even when, <clears throat> shit, from y'all to my fiance to family... Anybody text me, we need to talk, or like you call me, like and you sound upset. I feel like I did something wrong. I'm always quick to blame myself before I blame like you. I'd be like, what, the, what did I do to like cause this? Yeah, I do a lot of self blaming. I don't know if it's good or bad. I feel like it's bad. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, because yeah. again, like some stuff you can't control. Like you can't control if if I'm having a bad day. You know what I'm saying? The only thing you can control is like the results you give me, what you give me to better myself. Like you can't, like you can't control if I go out and somebody hits me. Like I didn't know that was coming. You didn't know it was coming, but I'm calling you like, yo, Cass, I'm going through it. Cool. What happened, Gerard? You know what I'm saying? So. Hmm. Hmm. You guys give me a lot of something to think about. Hmm. Dropping a few gems here and there, I feel. Bars. <laughs> <laughs> but No. That's just some of the things that I've been going about that's been, like, troubling me. Like, this past week, I read, I saw the clip of Dak Prescott when he talked about, like, dealing with the depression and stuff, like, with his brother. Mm-hmm. And then I also heard the rebuttal that Skip Bayless, the sports guy, had for it. And it got me thinking to, like, that older mindset of, <clears throat> I feel like there are certain mindsets out there that try to make it not acceptable for you to, like, talk and express yourself with, like, a myth of what you're going through. They try to make it a sign of weakness. So I just feel like that's a never-ending issue as black men, just black people in general, and in a human issue where people just don't feel like their voices are valued enough to speak up. And that's one of the leading causes of suicide is because you don't feel like you have an outlet. So I do feel like there needs to be more platforms or just more spaces where people feel comfortable in general just to speak up, talk, Say how you feel without judgment, because I always say this at work where, you know, you get the, I feel like it's a BS answer at work with people, like, hey, how are you? And I feel like you don't really want to know how I am, because if I really tell you how I was right now, you'd be like, oh, this is awkward, oh, shit, I, I didn't know. <laughs> so that's like, at work, I'll never, like, you'll never hear me say, hey, how are you? Like, unless I actually care to, like, care to hear it from you, I'll just be like, hey, what's up? That's it. Because of one of these days, the next person I work that tells me, hey, how are you? I just want to unleash. Like, this is how I am. <laughs> yes, I'm going through this. I'm dealing with this. My anxiety about this. And just see, like, hopefully it's not awkward. But I think it'll be awkward, but whatever. Mm. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> no, because I think, uh, I think about the things that we contend with 
generationally, racially. And shout gen- out to Dak Prescott. Gender-wise. And there's a lot of pressures on us. Uh, they say Gen Z uh, has more anxieties than any generation uh, beforehand. Maybe because they probably might witness the apocalypse, but that's neither here nor there. They might literally see Armageddon um, come their way. Ragnarok, as you will. <laughs> as they call it. <laughs> um, and so you got to deal with all these uh, pressures. And the 1950s model doesn't necessarily apply um, to the 2020 model. To the 2020 model, where it's like, yo, this is not healthy. Uh, thinking about World War II vets coming back, and it was like, oh my God, he's shell shocked. Now we know what that is. That's like, you're going to do PTSD. Um, and knowing that all those stress can really affect your life as we study more and learn more, um, even as we apply it to what kids are going through. There's some kids out there right now in schools who are PTSD'd out. And we know we don't want to say 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 as much, but imagine witnessing like a school shooting. You don't think those kids got some some ill effects? Just a just a bit or better yet, the anxiety of thinking that your school is going mm, to get shot, shot up. You don't think you got ill effects? Oh, let's take it back. That you might get shot in your neighborhood. They don't think that has ill effects. But keep that in. We don't want to hear about your problems. We want to hear about your struggles. We want you to keep it in until it metastasizes as some kind of cancer in your heart or some something like that. Because you know that's what they want want to happen. And so I think it's healthy that we express what's going on. I think it's healthy that we figure out the ways to really combat uh, these insecurities, anxieties, all these kind of kind of things, man. As we go out. May your days be healthy and your pussies forever wet. I knew so many followers right now. I knew it was gonna go left. I was like, he's on too much of a roll. But he has to go back. He has to bring it down. So good all day today. He really had. Next time, try. (laughs) (laughs) Now you got kind of languishing here. Grows and grows. That's funny. Oh man. But that that was it. I just want to know who are you guys? How are you guys doing? That's but but you but, but we didn't ask the question. We like we gave um, that the, those statements. How do you think your friends think about you? You think the statements you feel about yourself align with what your friends feel about about you? I would say my New York friends probably think I've grown in my growth over the three yeah three years that I've been away. From New York, I'm basically a brand new person. Um, I think they would say I'm... New number, who this? <laughs> <laughs> I think they would say I have, my maturity level has probably increased drastically, even though I don't see it. I feel like I've stayed the same. as just... I always say being mature is knowing when to be immature, so I just feel like I just learned that better, but that's my saying. Mm. Um, I feel like the friends that I've met in D.C. probably have gotten to know me in more of my truer form just because I've actually been able to be like on my own and I don't have so much stress that I have back home. So I get to be way more laid back and low-key as I like to be. Um, I think they would say that Kasim is going to be quote-unquote with, with the shits no matter where they're going to go. Like, 
Like, you know he'll be there. Like, if it's going to go left, it's going to go left. If it's going to go right, it's going to go right. He'll be there. He might talk shit to me afterwards and, like, rip me one, but he'll be in there. He'll be in the battle with me during it. So, and my fiance better like me because she, she has to like me. So, yeah. <laughs> um, My friends, whether back home or from college or here. I Say th- you're I- a sharpshooter? <laughs> you're a marksman? Shoot from the hip. <laughs> <laughs> Take that deep breath before you pull it. <laughs> um no, I, I think I think I think my friends, I think anybody, uh, whether it's friendships, relationships, girlfriends, um, uh, anybody would say, I, I think I've just been consistent. Um, this is just who I am. Um, I got you. Like if I'm your friend, I'm your friend. Um, I try and make sure everybody around me is in a good place or having fun. Um but yeah, I, I think I think it's just who I am as a person. I think I care and I care too much at times, which can also, like I said, backfire, but my friends would agree with what I said today, I feel. Um, my friends who know me would describe me as a jackass. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Sounds about right. Um, Tell but, what I thought of him. <laughs> Smart asshole. <laughs> so so the, the thing is, um, it's like the weird paradox of who I am as a person. Like, he's either extremely quiet or he's doing the most. And... The way I feel about the situation, if I'm going to come to your little party, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a, I might as well be the life of your little party. It's funny because uh, you said your little party <laughs> like that. It's so like, yeah, I can't do a little party. My like, ass party. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I always feel like make the most of the moments that, that are there. So have fun while you're there. Uh, I don't like Debbie Downers and complainers and all those kind of people. Like, yo, why'd you come? Like, be quiet. Like, we don't need that negative energy. Which is also like a detriment because that's what I feel about people who bring negative energy. I tend not to give people <laughs> negative energy as best as I can. I keep it to myself. Um, but my friends describe me as that. Uh, can also describe me as someone who's flighty, who lives in their own world, and who doesn't adhere to the r- rules and norms of everybody else because why should I? Um, but, you know, I'm an acquired taste. I'm... I am an IPA of humans. You a sour patch. <laughs> sour patch, <laughs> patch kid. You a sour patch. <laughs> nah, sour skittles are more like it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you really got to get acquired to a sour skittle, like because when you first eat it, you like what the f- uh. yeah. Once you get past the the sour hardcore, you know it's pretty sweet inside, man. Sweet, sweet. See what you did there. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> I was like, does anybody else have anything? Man. Anything else been on your mind besides my Ravens winning the Super Bowl? But we don't have to talk about that. Um, we just got to vote, bro. Um, make sure you vote. Make sure you're registered. Make sure your friends are registered. Make sure your friends of friends are registered. And shout out to black women winning the U.S. Open. He said, put on his mask. What, what's happening? Why is YB and Corday at the U.S. Open right now? He, I am so. He, he's dating. Yeah. Well, Corday dates Osaka. Yeah, you didn't know that. Breaking news, everybody! Brown just learned. <laughs> how does so? Before we go, how does that make you feel? Hot topic of the day. How does that make you feel? House, what? <laughs> Yo, did 
did not realize that Corday, because he got dropped the YBN. He's no longer part of the YBN. Uh, he was way better than them dudes anyway, but that's neither here nor there. I did not know he was dating dating her. Yeah, they've been together a minute now. Yep. Like at least like what seven months now? I feel like I might be a little longer than that. Yeah, they rock it. He going he's sporting. The wow, <laughs> wow, <laughs> mind blown. Yeah, wow. I'm not the only one because I bet there's someone listening right now who's like, I don't know neither one of those two people. Um, that well, we they just don't name. <laughs> you at least got to know one of the two for you to count in this situation. Like in my 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 back of my mind, you know, I, I read an article uh, in Times Magazine. Right, I was in I was in the airport, and I and they had Pharrell curated uh, a section of black people from different realms talking together about being black in America. And I was reading her article. Uh, I forget who she was talking with. Because um, it might have been Serena. Might might not. I got to look back in it. No, she was talking to, what's the young boy that said he was going to um, go to HBCU? Oh, the high school recruit. The, the high, high school, school recruit. Yeah. yeah, so he was like, how does it feel beating uh, your idols and going against Serena and all that? And talking about black things, like, and she mentioned in there, it was like, yeah, I was talking with my boyfriend about the blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking in my head, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that that she was with some woke white dude, or, <laughs> or <laughs> I don't know what I thought. <laughs> what you assumed, huh? Yeah, what I assumed because, like, you know, Negroes <laughs> be a fan of the tennis. Like, we we love Serena and Venus and Arthur Ashe and these black icons of tennis, but I don't know how we necessarily get into the room where it happens with tennis. So how did Mr. Corday from, I want to say Temple Hills, Maryland, (laughs) Oxen Hill, Maryland, (laughs) get hooked up with with a a tennis phenom, a half black, half Asian tennis phenom. Yo, guess as good as mine, Chief. He did something right there. I'd probably assume he's in the industry. He was able to like meet some people to meet some of her people. Or just ran out ran to each other at some function and just hit, hit it off. Just hit it off. Yeah. Nah, nah, I didn't see that coming at all, so bro. Now you gonna read that Times article again and be like with a whole new perspective? <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, I know the nigga she was talking to. Oh man. And they was talking about race, so I thought it was really like some woke white dude or maybe some tennis playing black dude. Um Nice, Corday. Interesting. Yep. Well, with that being said, um, <laughs> make sure to vote. Yep. Make sure you talk to your friends, or just have a, just make sure you have an ear to listen to, and sometimes just be a good, be yourself a good ear to listen to for somebody else. So, just make sure you have time to vent and talk to people. Yeah. And also, always check on your mental health. You know, that's the first thing. Check, make sure that you're good. Um, before you can go out into the world and get your day going. I'm Mr. Brown. <laughs> still in shock over there? Shit, I ain't got shit Slim. to say. Cass. And we are... The Cordays. Because it's going to be Osaka and Cordays together. Down in the valley. <laughs> <laughs>